0: This is Ed from the Pixel Tunes Radio Video Game Music Podcast. You're listening to Two Dudes and a Ness.
1: Justin what's up
2: man
1: oh don't scare me like yeah,
2: that yeah you know what I am mm-hmm.
1: uh a ghoul or a ghost a ghost
2: yep I'm a ghost
1: mm-hmm. so does that make me a goblin that's right
2: uh-huh. mm-hmm. and what noise does a goblin make
1: <laughs> what is a goblin by the way what? what fo- is a goblin like a, a an umbrella term for like zombies and monsters?
2: I don't know. You know, that's a good question. Maybe we should look that up. Yeah, goblin. We should
1: brace. Yeah, we could we could we could we could formulate a uh, hypothesis here, okay. but we'll probably be corrected by somebody on Twitter. Right.
2: Okay. A goblin, also known as. No, never mind. That's the—that's an Italian progressive rock band. So that's what it is. It's an Italian progressive rock band.
1: Oh, okay. Well, so this game's about uh, ghosts and Italian
2: progressive rock bands. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: a goblin is a legendary, evil, or mischievous, grotesque, dwarf-like demon or monster that appeared in oh. European stories and accounts during the Middle Ages. So it's like a little so his- short, ugly thing.
1: Mm. Like a couple of the characters in this game. Mm -hmm. Yep. The big man.
2: The pig man?
1: Isn't there one called Big Man?
2: Oh, yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll probably get to a manualism.
2: I think we will. I think we will.
1: But uh, but, uh, I do want to say this. uh, Before we get started talking about this show. So, not last night. Last night was Memorial Day, so the night before last, I guess it was. Um Super Mario Brothers was on television. The movie. On Discovery Family, yeah. And so I, I didn't like sit down and like intently watch it, but it was just kinda on throughout the night. And that movie is terrible. It is really bad.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been a long time since like I've, I've what... seen it, but I loved it when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. I think it's, like, ridiculous. And the thing is, is like, I, it's like I can see when they were, like, trying to decide how to make the movie that they were probably thinking, well, the idea of making just, like, a, a live-action Mario is ridiculous, <laughs> you know. So we'll make this movie. And then this, this movie turned out to be even worse. So... As a matter of fact, I'm going to look up on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics for Super Mario Brothers.
2: I'm sure it's a Rotten Tomato, right?
1: Yeah, whatever that is. zero, I'd say. Um, But anyway, the game we're talking about while I look this up is a Patreon pick, right? It
2: is. Patreon pick by Mike Vito. Thank you, mm-hmm, Mike, for mm-hmm. your awesome Patreon contributions and your, well, I don't know if I want to thank you for your pick quite yet.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. I don't even think, it's not, hmm. It's not showing up here on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so bad, it's, not even it's that so yet. bad
2: that it's not allowed on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: They just ignored it. It, it never happened. Never happened. Now here it is. It is a sixteen percent. So there you go, twenty nine percent on the audience. That's
2: uh out of out of one hundred, I assume. <laughs> and the tagline is "It's a blast." Okay. What a boring generic tagline, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This movie's so bad, we can't even really think of anything to
1: say about it. <laughs> it it's, um, it's just like saying it's fun. Yeah. Uh,
2: tagline <laughs> for this movie: it's good. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not the worst thing you've ever seen.
2: I imagine <laughs> that if we ever came out with a Two Dudes in a Nest movie, that would be the tagline. <laughs> it's not the worst movie you've ever seen.
1: Yeah, right. There's plenty of worse. So, Ghosts and Goblins.
2: Yes. Do you have history on this game?
0: I hope you're taking notes, boys and girls. It's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia.
1: So, Ghosts and Goblins, another Capcom game, and I like that because I'm hoping we're getting another message from Captain Commando here in a little bit.
2: Oh, I think he'll be in for a real treat with this one.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so okay, it was originally uh, an arcade. It was ported to several different systems. Uh, one, of course, being the NES, released on June 13th, 1986 in Japan, and... November 1986 in North America, which is an odd release time for this game. It makes me think they missed Halloween. Like something happened and they missed the release. Yeah. Like right after Halloween, really? I mean, you could you could argue it was Christmas season, but still, you'd think they'd want this game out for Halloween. Anyway. So it was ported for... The Commodore 64 as well. And the interesting thing about the Commodore 64 version is the music was different. Um, Mark Cooksey did the music. Uh, and he borrowed from Frederick Chopin's Prelude number 20. I'm not familiar fancy. with that. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. But, spoiler alert, I'm sure it was better than the music in this game. <laughs> um, well...
2: See, the thing <laughs> is, typically Commodore 64 music is better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of a a thing when you right. compare the NES to Commodore 64. But, you know, I don't know. We, we may get into that a little deeper here in a little bit.
3: Yeah.
1: So the NES version was actually developed by Micronix, which uh, developed a few like ports for the NES during the, during the uh, 80s. A few more notable names, 1942 was ported by Micronix, Ghostbusters, game we talked about, and uh, Super Pitfall, just some notable ones that they have thrown out there. And the developer of this game, somebody we've talked about a few times, Tokura Fujiwara, also known as Professor F or Arthur King. Uh, who produced and directed a lot of other games. One game we just got through talking about. Mega Man 2.
2: He was mm-hmm. the producer of nice. that. Yeah. Uh, we went uh, on a real big Capcom kick here lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DuckTales, uh, Mega
1: Man, Mega Man. now this one. Um, but uh, he has probably one of the more interesting stories, I think. And I think we've talked about it on a previous show, but I just want to touch on it again you know he he joined konami left konami after about a year joined capcom was with capcom for 13 years and then he establishes a video game studio of his own which is probably my favorite video game the name of a video game uh company Whoopi camp <sighs> yep w h o o p e e camp and uh, Whoopi camp woopee Uh, But he also was involved in many
2: Mega Mans
1: as well. Um,
2: Many as in M-A-N-Y or many as in M-I-N-I? Unfortunately,
1: M-A-N-Y or fortunately, many would be pretty cool too. As far as this game's reception, it's actually been received pretty well as far as its ratings, but it's also known as one of the hardest games of all time. Uh, it was ranked 129th on Nintendo Power's Top 200, and it was also one of the best sellers for the NES, selling about 1.64 million copies, and um, the, it actually uh, had some spinoffs and sequels and became Capcom's 8th best-selling game franchise, selling 4.4 million units total, and those sequels include Ghouls Ghosts ghouls, ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins. Um, so just
2: to name a few. So Have you played any of the others? I have not, have you? Uh yeah, I've played Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and um I played the arcade version of this game. And yeah. I played something on PS I think it was PS2. It was like uh, Maximo or something like that. I think it was yes, loosely based on this series. It is part of the
1: series. <clears throat> Maximo is. Um, and Gargoyle's Quest was another spinoff as well as Maximo. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Now you can buy it pretty much on any port. And I think even there's a new game. Ghosts and Goblins Gold Knights. that's been released on iOS. So, if anybody out there is an iPhone user and wants to try out a new Ghosts and Goblins game, you got that working for you. I, um, can't,
2: I cannot imagine playing this on iOS. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have this game?
0: It's out there, waiting to be discovered. This is Michael's Quest to find the cart.
2: talk about whether or not i got this game do you care if i take a brief moment and throw out a couple shout outs i don't care thank you sir thank you (laughs) (laughs) uh first of all joe copel a long time ago well not that long ago maybe like two or three months ago started his own podcast after listening to us remember he called in like a Mm-hmm. was well, our Christmas episode? And we said, man, Joe, you've got a radio voice. You should do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. So, dude Joe oh. has his podcast. And I just wanted to shout that out. Yep. Yeah. It's the, oh boy, I should have wrote this down. I think it's the Random Retro Roundup.
1: Yeah, it says it is the Random Retro Roundup. Okay. I actually know that, yeah.
2: And then another guy who has been emailing me constantly wanting to get on the show and I've been trying to get him on the show but you know things happen we haven't got him on the show yet Phil Phil I'm going to butcher your last name Vecchio um Mm -hmm. yeah anyways he's with the Radio Brindo Man podcast and they've done like I mean they're like 160 episodes deep so this guy knows how to podcast so um Anyways, I just want to give him a shout out because he said he's he's yeah. been shouting us out like crazy on his show, and you know awesome. how we are. We're just we're just takers all the time, and I feel like every now and then right, we gotta we give. We right. just that's all we ever do is take. So once in a blue moon we gotta give. So Radio Brindo man, you go check out that podcast. All right, that's the shout sure. outs I wanted to give. Onward
1: with the quest.
2: Okay, so quest. Uh this one came from. I'll I'll give you two guesses.
1: Well, first guess, I'm going to go with Neighbor Kid.
2: Bingo. Neighbor Kid. Boom. It's the, easiest, it's the easiest guess.
1: I almost went with Crab Man first, but... I, you know, I don't think I, don't I ever know. got
2: a game from Crab Man. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Actually, I, I'm sure I got some games from Crab Man, but I probably just lumped them in with Neighbor Kid's games and just assumed yeah. that they all came from Neighbor Kid. So, yeah, I got this one from Neighbor Kid. Probably, I think... I'm sure I've discussed when he gave them to me before, but I don't remember. It was around the time he got his PlayStation 1, he decided to give me all his NES games. So high school, maybe? Mm-hmm. Freshman year of high mm-hmm. school, something like that. So mm-hmm. I got uh, this. This was just one of probably 15 games a Neighbor Kid gave me, and I have played it sparingly th- over the years because every time I play it, I can't make it past like the first jump. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. There
1: was a meme that somebody put up on our uh, Facebook group. It's been probably like two or three months ago. Uh, And it was like uh, starting Ghosts and Goblins and it showed like the star screen. And then like it said, (laughs) 10 minutes later or something, there was like something thrown in through the TV or something. I don't know. (laughs) It was funny. I don't remember. I wish I... You should probably have looked that up. If somebody's listening, that put up that meme, please put it up again because it was hilarious.
2: Yeah, I would love to see. Th- I'm sure I saw it when it when it was put up, but I, there's so much mm. stuff that goes flying through that group. I just can't ever. I can't remember it. So, put it up again. Right. I want to see it. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, this game is ridiculously hard. Did you have this game
1: ever? I didn't have this game. I went and got it the other day at uh, Shady Game Store. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I probably shouldn't say that, but. Um, <laughs>
2: i think we've already announced that that's what we call it uh anyway
1: i uh went and picked it up and uh it's a game that i played i guess i've played it with you i'm assuming probably because i have played it before it's ridiculously hard and i guess we can go ahead and start talking about gameplay
2: now yeah let's go let's go to gameplay
0: do you like talking about games well so do we welcome to the game discussion
1: But this is, uh, this game is about one of the most frustrating things you'll ever do in your life. Like, one of the most frustrating games for the NES.
2: Yeah. Do you, so, do you have any memories of when we played it before? Or is all your memories coming from just now?
1: <clears throat> I just remember playing it and it being pretty much impossible. And I'm not being able to get very far. Uh, I don't really remember. I just, it's, it's just a memory that I know that I played it, you know?
2: i feel like you and i you know oh hello
1: oh sorry that's
2: <laughs> all right uh get your your vibration device over there mm-hmm. um i feel like you and i see when we played most of these nes games back in the day we were dumb college kids in a dorm room so i'm fig- i figure we probably tried to turn this into a drinking game somehow mm-hmm. and probably drank too much because we did something stupid like every time you die you drink and then of course in this game you die every ten <laughs> every seconds time. so yeah. mm-hmm. that's probably why we don't right. remember playing it back then I I remember playing it from when neighbor kid first gave it to me and I just remember it just being impossible and mm-hmm. and frustrating I could not I could not get past the first level for the longest time um, I yeah I haven't gotten past first level and
1: actually I've been doing some I've been watching some run throughs just so I can kind of know what the other levels look like. And what it uh, how the game plays out, um, but yeah, I've never gotten past the first level on this game,
2: and and so. I honestly haven't until just like this this past week playing it, because um, I really dug in deep and tried to really play it. Because most of the time I'll play it for fifteen minutes, get frustrated, and quit playing it. But this this mm-hmm. time I said I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Plus, I had to try to get this the high score, and then for a while nobody was putting up high scores, so I was kind of near the top. I was feeling pretty good about myself, but uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. First, I've got something.
1: Oh yeah, here we go. The manual. That's right, the
2: manual. Sorry, every time Ooh. I go, every time I go to switch to the manual, um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I uh, I get a little distracted trying to do it so ah. so you see oh
1: I look who's
2: on the cover yep the cover of the game <laughs> Captain Commando our good friend Captain Commando they didn't even ah. put King Arthur or a ghost or a goblin or anything on the cover they just said here's Captain Commando presents ghosts <laughs> and goblins <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's somebody that has nothing to do with the game on the cover of the game manual mm-hmm So let me read you the special message from Captain Commando. Thank you for selecting Fun-Filled Ghosts and Goblins, one of the exclusive family computer video games from the Captain Commando Challenge Series. So, this is another one of those Challenge Series games. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in true Nintendo fashion, in the safety precautions section, uh, I'm mm-hmm. guessing this is something Nintendo forces everybody to put in there. If you'll see section six or item six there, <laughs> pause for ten to twenty minutes after playing for two hours or more. <laughs> this will extend the performance of your game pack, and huh. and of you. But that it, it, it seems unusual. It, you got to stop after two hours of continuous game playing, and it will preserve your game pack.
1: Well, for this game, maybe that's because you'll want to kill yourself. You <laughs> right. <didn't. laughs> because if you try
2: to play for more than two hours, you will take the game pack out and break it over your knee.
1: <laughs> oh, man. How many controllers were bent over your knee over this
2: game? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I had, to, I had to switch controllers so many times. I eventually <laughs> went with the, uh, with the Advantage controller, which is pretty durable. Mm-hmm. And it actually, it kind of helped me out quite a bit. But I'll talk about that when we talk about the game. See if I can find us some other gems in here. A uh, little bit of different different weapons. What we- weapons here? Um, what what was your favorite weapon?
1: I really just used the 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 uh, javelin that you first pretty much get when you start mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. So you have now,
2: javelins, torches, swords, axes, and crosses.
1: Now the crosses, not it just like keeps them from attacking you.
2: I guess. I mean, that's what it says. I've never used... I don't I don't remember really yeah. using the cross. Yeah. Well, when I was
1: watching the run-through, that's it, it, what it looked like was happening.
2: So. Yeah. The thing I like... The one I liked the most was the sword, because it was straight, just like the javelin, but it was faster.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I like hints on gameplay. Okay, okay.
2: I'll let you read that, then.
1: Can Our beautiful it? princess is kidnapped. Her lover the knight in his shining armor is armed with five different weapons the knight must pass through seven gates each guarded by an evil demon as the knight destroy, destroys The evil enemy demons, a key appears from the sky. The key opens the next gate. At the seventh and final gate, your skill enables the knight to engage in hand-to-hand combat with the devil. Defeat the devil (laughs) and and the beautiful princess is rescued. Each time the knight is hit with the enemy firepower, he loses his suit of armor. The second straight hit kills the knight. Throughout every scene, there are jars which hide five different weapons for the knight. Now here few things first of all well you know what we'll we'll go we'll we'll talk about this later because it's coming up in the manual okay okay
2: very very excellent reading sir
3: Mm -hmm.
1: two hits two hits that's it yeah that's all you get two hits and you're
2: done two hits and like three lives or something like that that's it that's all you get Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: okay so Uh, bonus characters i don't know why they call these things characters do you i mean they No. (laughs) Um, yeah, they're, Yeah, there's a bag of money is a character, and then there's these different soldier types, stone soldiers and a king. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I really didn't know what. I guess they're just points, right?
1: Yeah, all you get is points. You yeah. don't really
2: get anything. Yeah. So, yeah, you get points. Um, I I just grabbed everything if I could. That was my strategy. Mm-hmm. Um. Then hidden characters. See, so you have uh something i don't know how to pronounce the yashiki Mm -hmm. which i don't i don't remember getting that but you get five thousand points for it it. so that's that's pretty cool uh you get some time extended uh you get extra player which i never found one of those Mm -hmm. Uh, you get armor does that restore your armor it just says the player has armor in the manual (laughs) <laughs> i guess it does <laughs> that's the description the player has armor
1: this manual is is really good it's top notch yeah but that's one of my big complaints that's coming up here
2: okay one of your big complaints that's coming up. uh the yeah. frog king did you ever get the frog king
1: no it turns you into a frog, frog. yeah is don't you like hit something I'd, i was reading somewhere it's like you hit something 15 times like a tombstone
2: i don't know i don't know i yeah. never did experience that See, I feel like I really didn't get to experience this game to its fullest because I couldn't make it very far.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> okay, so enemy characters then. Is this where you're, is this where you're coming in yet? This is where yet? my beef comes, okay. yeah. Tell me, tell me.
1: Okay, so this game, who named this these characters? Like, who's in charge of naming? Was like, did they just... They were either a flaming idiot or they just were had zero creativity. <laughs> so, first of all, the knight in the game is named Arthur. Okay, the most famous knight ever, right? Mm-hmm. King Arthur? Right, so we'll name him Arthur. Okay, good job. Then, your characters, you've got a zombie, which is a zombie,
3: mm-hmm.
1: a plant that's just called Green Monster. <sighs> the bad guy is just the devil. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's right. not uh you've got one well, bad character is called big man yeah my big well, man. my
2: favorite part though is you have the devil but then you also have satan yeah <laughs> <laughs> right mm-hmm. so so you get oh and that reminds me harold and kumar <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah hey Ronnie, what the, dip. the devil who the dip yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay sorry that's the second time we've referenced that. We should probably put that one to bed. <laughs> no, never. Yeah, okay. And unicorn. There's a unicorn, but he does he looks more like a rhinoceros to me.
1: Yeah. He's not he's like an ogre, really. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not a unicorn at all. <laughs> like a unicorn is supposed to be like this magical horse and this is like an ogre looking character. Right. And I'll yeah.
2: Okay. Uh yeah yeah so and then and then you've got like the red devil the blue mm. demon and the petite devil just, mm-hmm. just a tiny little devil just tiny yeah so that's that's pretty much the gist of the manual but uh it does yeah. at the end um tell you to look for capcom's exciting new games commando and 1942 all right those are those are good games
3: Hmm.
1: Then wait a minute. Oh, sorry. No, you no, you can go ahead and take that away. Okay. So, isn't the final boss in this game named Astaroth? Yes. Yeah, see, that's what I thought too. But the manual calls him Devil. That's what I was curious about because I was just reading that, and like I've, of course, I've never made it that far. But apparently, the last level is supposed to be fight mm
3: Hmm.
2: Well, and and you weird. you say that the He's, the guy's name's Arthur, right? Because he's King Arthur. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. the manual, he's just called Knight. So I, I think the, whoever made the manual didn't actually play the game. So, yeah. Have you heard...
1: <laughs> this is something maybe we should bring up right now, but it's kind of like... Have you seen the English at the end of the game? It's yes. It's pretty hilarious. Yes. <laughs> we can <laughs> yeah, get we'll to We'll talk that. about that later. Yeah. yeah. So, but... Uh, yeah, maybe it's kind of the same thing. They just... Some, another flaming idiot that they had working there, an intern or something. Do, do all the idiots the have to be
2: flaming to you? Just, I just asked
1: Nah, yeah, it makes them better. It makes them more interesting. Oh,
2: okay. Are there any like ice, ice cold idiots? Oh man, those are the
1: bad ones. Oh, okay.
2: You don't, you don't hire those. You don't hire those. You
1: really got to watch out for those.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So. All
2: right. Anyway. So that's it for the manual. Um.
1: Oh, and then the princess. The princess's name is Prin Prin.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, so the, this manual has nothing. It just, it's just bad.
1: Yeah, the manual sucks
2: for this game. I should not have it's read a, the manual.
1: Well, no, you should have read the manual because it was still hilarious. But especially because the cover didn't even have anything related to the game and had Captain Commando on it.
2: Yeah. Well, that was the whole reason I really wanted to read the manual. Is for that.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. All right, so let's talk about this game.
2: Okay. So the
1: first level, which is all of my playing experience, Mm -hmm. the graveyard, and of course you've played the other Ghosts and Goblins series games, but apparently, like every Ghosts and Goblins game, like has like the first level is kind of a play to that level, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, almost every or at least all the ones that I played are almost the exact same but just slightly different. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of game, it's the same like level layout. Of course I didn't make it very far in any any of them except for the one that, except for this one. And I didn't even make it very far in this one. I just made it level 3. But so but they're, they're all they all start in the graveyard and and it's all mm-hmm. the same thing where you're sitting there with the princess and then the thing swoops in and gets her and all that stuff. So
1: isn't it your own fault if your princess gets kidnapped if you were just hanging out in a graveyard?
2: Yeah, who picnics in the graveyard? That's yeah. <laughs> issue number one.
1: Yeah. Okay, if you were picnicking in the graveyard and some gargle demon-looking thing comes and gets your date, that one's on you.
2: Yeah, pretty sure that, that <laughs> one's on
1: you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... But you get in here and you got the zombies. So the zombies are like the first kind of bad guy that you experience. And so you get hit, you get your armor, but then you get hit and your armor goes away. And then you're just you die as soon as you get hit again. And this is the most frustrating part of the game, is there's like there's no life meter, there's no way to get more life. Apparently you could get the armor back.
2: Yeah, but... I never could get the armor back. I don't know how... I found...
1: Yeah. I never found the, ar- the armor, so it, it never failed. Always one of the first zombies would seem to hit me at some point. And then it was just game on from there on out.
2: Well, and as long as I could keep the javelin or the knives, or I guess they're swords, mm-hmm. then I could pretty much fend off most everybody in the first level. It was if I accidentally picked up the torch that I was just screwed I couldn't do anything with the torch, cause it arcs, so I would accidentally throw it over their heads, or I wouldn't reach them, or it just—I yeah. got so frustrated every time I accidentally picked up the torch. I hated the torch so much. Yeah. So you get,
1: yeah, it's just so frustrating. And then the you get to the—I finally got to the unicorn mm-hmm. at the very at the end of the first level, and I couldn't beat him. You know, which actually, the unicorn probably is not that bad, but it was like I was, you know, down to my underwear at that point. Right, so, right. Which we haven't mentioned yet,
2: but when you lose your armor, you you go down to your skivvies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're down, you're down to your underwear at this point, and this is the first time I ever actually experienced the unicorn, and so I died pretty quick, but.
2: Yeah, I I was wrong. I I said I made it to level 3, but now that I'm looking at the levels, uh I did not. I did not make it to level 3. I made it to the end of level 2 and was defeated by the boss at the end of level 2, which is two unicorns if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, um so I've made it to level 2. Yeah.
1: So the enemy boss is unicorn. Which is one and two, I guess. There's dragon at some point. I don't know where dragon comes in. Uh, Satan, mm,
2: of course, you can't forget
1: Satan. And, and then Astaroth, which Astaroth is the last boss to beat. So, um, which level is dragon on? Do you know where St- he's on level is? three. Yeah, he's
2: on level three. Pretty sure. Okay. I think it's and like the get, cave. Actually, he yeah. may be at level three and four. I think they double up on him sometimes. Because, you know, you that fight you, you fight Unicorn twice. You fight him. You fight one twice. Unicorn in stage one. You fight two Unicorns in stage two. Maybe you fight two Dragons on stage four. I don't know.
1: It has to make sense because five, the fifth level is... Um, Satan? Charge to the Demon Realm Castle. And then level six is to the Demon Realm Castle Top. And then the fifth level, or the final stage is Demon Lord Astaroth's Room. So I guess that final stage is just basically just Astaroth.
2: Yeah, and speaking of stage five, okay, mm-hmm. um, you have to have defeat the dual Satans with a special weapon, right? Or else it spits you back to the beginning of stage five.
1: Yeah, you have to use the cross. I remember reading that in there, so that's where the cross really comes in.
2: Yeah, you have to so, use the cross. I can imagine. You no, know, I didn't make it that far, right? So I didn't have to deal with this, but I can imagine the frustration of making it to the end of stage five with your favorite weapon, whatever that is. You know, say you like the javelin. You make it to the mm. end of stage five, javelin. You're doing good. Kill the two satans, and then the game says, "Whoop." Not going to work. This was an illusion. (laughs) Yep. Get back.
1: So, So, an Astaroth... So, we needed an expert in demonology to come on this show. So, Astaroth and demonology is a crowned prince of hell. Hmm. So, there you go. So, you got to fight the prince.
2: Yeah, but... And here's the kicker to the whole game. And the reason why a lot of people say that it is frustratingly stupid hard mm-hmm. is because if you make it through all the way to Astaroth, right? Mm-hmm. And you defeat him. You must beat the Guess game you all must beat over it again. again. You're right.
1: <laughs> the meanest trick. There's the, I was looking stuff up and there was an article called The Meanest Trick Capcom Ever Played. Mm-hmm. And that was it.
2: Yeah, it's, the but message says... The game was an illusion. Yeah, when you beat it, when you beat Astaroth, the first time it says, This room is an illusion and is a trap devised by Satan. Go ahead dauntlessly. Make rapid progress. And then you have to <laughs> beat the whole game over again.
1: Which makes complete sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead dauntlessly. Make rapid progress. <laughs> I'm going to use that at my job tomorrow. I'm gonna
2: yell at somebody go ahead dauntlessly make rapid progress <laughs> somebody's pushing a gurney down the hall <laughs> yeah you just yell mm-hmm. at him.
1: so so then you
2: gotta go back yeah you gotta go back and beat it again
1: but then and I think at that point I would just be like no
2: yeah but if you just say no then you don't get the awesome English at the end of the game
1: <laughs> yes this story Which, is happy end. Yes.
2: Thank you. <laughs> but doesn't it also say something like congratulations or congr- yeah, it says, congr- a, congratulations or something like that?
1: Well, it says, let's see. Being the wise and courageous knight that you are, you feel strength welling in your body. Return to starting point challenge again.
2: Oh, that's the first time, right?
1: Yeah. But we're. Let's see.
3: Hmm.
2: We are super. We're
0: prepared. We're super
1: experts on ghosts and, and goblins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Why didn't we bring on it, like somebody that knew more about this than us?
1: Yeah, like uh, this Mike Vito guy. I hope Mike Vito got like, the high score.
2: Well, I don't think he participated. But. Oh. <clears throat> If he did, uh, he didn't get the high score.
3: Let
1: me
2: guess, Sean. How'd you guess? Actually, no, Sean did not get it. We'll talk about that here in just just a second. I want to see this. I need to see this ending screen.
1: Well, While you're looking at that, I'll talk about Astrooth here. Okay. The Astaroth, um sprite is actually pretty impressive looking he's got like a, a stomach head as well as you know the head on top of it. okay wait so, here it is here it is
2: here it is congratulation <laughs> <laughs> this story is happy end thank you yes Whew, man that's a, that's a load off right there
1: it's so ha- it's it's it makes you feel so happy that you actually did this
2: Again, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. to get
2: that, yeah. So, so uh, you were you're about to kind of dip into graphics a little bit there. What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was just talking about the astro the Astoroth sprite is actually pretty impressive for the you know.
2: Yeah, it, it is, good. and I think you know just in general, I think the graphics of this game are actually really good for 1986. I mean, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty faithful to the arcade. I mean, the arcade in this game look. Very very close.
1: And I've got to bring in this comparison. What do you think about some elements of this game? For some reason, and maybe it's just because I played it so recently, and the game plays a lot, a lot similar. But some of the elements of this game and the Transylvania stage of Ducktales.
2: Uh yeah. There's some similarities. I could see. There. I could there's see some, some of similar, the similarities like because the tombstones and the yeah the zombie guys and stuff. Yeah, so, you
1: know, I kind of thought about that. And, of course, we talked about with DuckTales and Mega Man 2, how they played kind of similar, similarly. similarly of course being yeah, Capcom. and
2: even the, the, way the, the main character guy, the squattiness always, of him, he kind of looks like a Mega Man or a, or a Scrooge McDuck a little bit. It does.
1: Then they kind of run the same way. When they get hit, they kind of fall the same way.
2: Yeah, so um, Capcom definitely has a style. I mean, there's no denying that, and you you talk about the music too. I mean, the music, there's well, you, you you don't seem to like it very much. I mean, you get one song right, As pretty much the whole game. Well, you know,
1: here's the thing, and we talked about this with the Friday the Thirteenth episode a while back. Um, I don't. There's something about that kind of that horror game feel that they're trying to make a almost irritating noise song to me that's what it felt like maybe some people would be more defending of this music of this game and say that it wasn't that bad but i thought it was just like irritating
2: i i'll be a little bit more defending i don't think it's that bad i really do like the the song like the main song the intro song and mm. what you get like at the first level there i really like it i just mm-hmm. think it gets old really fast yeah Mm-hmm. I think it's way better than Friday the thirteenth though. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth was awful. Yeah. So All now ground. not to jump back to graphics real quick, but I had I just don't I don't know if this is my cart because my cart's a little dirty and I tried to clean it up real the best I could. Yeah no I had vomit on it. <laughs> yeah. It's glue. It's glue. Anyway, I don't know. It could have been vomit. I mean, we did discuss. It turned into a drinking game earlier, but <laughs> just pulled it out of the nest and threw up on it. <laughs> Sounds like something you do when you're frustrated, right? Frustrated, yeah. <laughs> frustrated, drunk. You just pull it on out and throw up on it. Throw up. Yeah. No, but um, I, I there was a lot of flicker on my game. Did you experience yeah, that? Yeah, there was a little
1: bit. Online. I guess I don't really recall that, but, uh,
2: yeah, you know what? I, there kind of was. So. And, you know, to their credit, like I said, the, the graphics are pretty good for 1986. I mean, they're r- actually really good for 1986 and there's a lot yeah. of stuff going on on the screen at once. I mean, you've got a lot of enemies, lots of stuff mm-hmm. flying everywhere. The backgrounds are really detailed as far as the ground right. and the stuff in the background. Um the well the background background's not very detailed. It's just kind of black, but all the stuff on the ground is the tombstone. Yeah, the tombstones. The trees, so there's done, a there's yeah. a lot going on and I can understand why it would flicker a little bit, but I just noticed that it was and it seemed to be a little a little bit distracting to me, but I got over it pretty quick. I just wanted to make a yeah. note of that, that it was While I'm yeah. praising the graphics, they did take the graphics did take a little bit of a hit there.
1: No, no, I agree.
2: So, you want to hear these high scores? Yeah, let's get the high scores. Okay. So, let me start with mine, since mine didn't even make it on the list. <laughs> uh, the high score I got was 34,900. That's respectable. Okay, thank you.
3: <laughs>
1: did you. Did you happen to write down your score? No, because I didn't even worry about it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw some of the others that were being posted.
2: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't have worried about it if I hadn't posted mine so early and actually got on the board for half a day. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so top five of the deep Padders and, and dudes, honorary dudes who have posted scores in our high score challenge. Coming in at number five is Douglas DeLecki Jr. With 44500 yeah. Nice. So just beat me slightly, slightly. Then we have Matt Daly and he's coming in at number four with fifty-one thousand three hundred. Warmer, warmer, getting better, getting mm-hmm. better. Then we have Derek Fletchel, who, if you recall, had a pretty good time on Mega Man Two last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in with fifty-nine thousand four hundred. Nice. Still looking looking pretty good. And then somebody just dropped the bomb on us. Uh, Dude Sean and Dude Baz. Apparently, they had a little bit of a competition because their their scores were actually down around these other scores at first. And then they just kept kept one-upping each other. So, number two was Dude Sean with (laughs) 256,600. That's
1: ridiculous. And
2: then number one for this this challenge is dude baz with two hundred (laughs) seventy six thousand three hundred. it's just i will never see that score you know on on my game it never unless unless baz wants to fly over the ocean and then come play my nes Mm. that score will never be on my tv (laughs)
1: yeah ridiculous
2: yeah so so i you know i'm really liking this high score challenge stuff um so hopefully we'll continue and get more and more people involved. Right. We have an entire Facebook group dedicated to it. It's called, I think it's called Two Dudes in an S High Score Challenge or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. I like it. So two more things I want to touch on before we close out the gameplay discussion. Uh, if you recall, somebody wanted us to do cheats. Oh, yeah. I pulled up a couple of cheats. Okay. Okay, so everybody get your notepads out. I want to tell you some cheats. Yep. Okay, there is a level select cheat. If you would like to select the level, go straight to Satan. Here's how you go straight to Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Hold right, press B three times, release right, and press up, B three times, left, B three times, down. B three times and start. A number and letter will be displayed. Press A or B to select a new starting level and then press start to begin gameplay. Nice. So that's how you do level select. Alright. Then there's the bonus message. Okay. I don't know what this bonus message is. I didn't look it up. But if you want to get a bonus message, complete both quests. Then press A B up down, A B left right.
1: Hopefully, it's more English. Yeah,
2: I'm sure it is. Right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, in the Japanese version of the game, I guess you can't continue like you can in the English version. Because you know, in English, in the English version, you can. Mm-hmm. It gives you the continue option down at the bottom. Well, I guess you can't in the Japanese unless you enter the enter a code because you. After losing all your lives in the Japanese version hold right press B 3 times and then hit start and you'll continue So
1: you're welcome
2: Japan Yeah So that's the cheats And then lastly as per usual we got to we got to ask ourselves is this game worth it and how much does it go for How much did you get for because you just got it
1: I actually only paid 10 bucks for it.
2: Okay. I think it goes for I around 10 to
1: $12. Yeah. How much is it? Let's see. Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. Eight fifty nine forty five fourteen ninety nine. Here's a Here's
2: a tank top for twenty four <laughs> All right. All right.
1: So yeah, in between 8 and 15.
2: I will say uh I will say yes, it's worth it. I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's even though it's challenging and frustrating, I still I still found myself enjoying it. I mean, the game yeah. it's it's challenging, but it's not it's not like stupid hard like we were talking about Mm -hmm. last time i mean it's not the game it's it's more skill based like i felt like if the more i played it i could get better we've talked about this before there's some games where if you want to dedicate the time you can get good at them and and they become less and less frustrating i think this one kind of falls in that category right plus that's not a that's not a terribly expensive game no it's really cheap it's It's actually pretty cheap yeah yeah
1: so yeah i think it's worth it as well i would definitely not uh not discouraged by my ten dollar investment.
2: Mm-hmm. I uh, I do think that um, I played the Super Nintendo version and it's good. The Super Ghouls and Ghosts or whatever. So, I mean, all, any version of this game is pretty good. If you got, if you find an arcade, maybe mm-hmm. buy the arcade mm-hmm. machine. It's it's probably only like three oh, yeah. couple thousand dollars or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, nothing. It's just a drop really? in the bucket for us. That's right. This. Ah, the salad days of podcasting. Yep. <laughs> We're in the silver age of podcasting right now. Mm-hmm. All the money's mm-hmm. just
0: rolling in. That's right.
2: Actually, as we close out the gameplay, let me just say that uh, the money, I, while not rolling in, like like I just said, um, I would like to mention that our Patreon, or some of our Patreon people here, because they are, doing, they are get, providing us with Enough money to cover all of our costs, plus the junk box. Plus, here pretty soon we're probably gonna be able to start giving away the game each week as long as it's not terribly expensive. So, I would like to give them a shout out, and I'll mention—I'll just go ahead and mention them all because there's not that many of them, and I would—I would like to shout them out because it's—it's—it you know they're taking money out of their pocket to help us fund this show. So, um, dude Sean, of course he's a high score page. Giving us monies. He's just, he's everywhere, man. He's the man. He's the man. Uh, of course, Dude Joe, also contributing. Uh, and he actually is going to be, yeah, we're going to be actually advertising his his podcast starting next episode for a couple episodes because he got the advertiser reward. If you'll recall, we played some Hunnic Outcast stuff, which we're still thankful for him. He's continuing to contribute mm-hmm. to. Uh, so, but we played some guests, some add spots for him. And we'll do the same for Joe here starting next week. And then George Vosper, he donated a decent amount. He's going to actually come on the show with his contribution. He got the reward where he gets to come on the show. So thank you to him. Uh, Dude, Greg, who came on the show a couple weeks ago, Christopher Spurlock, Mike Vito, Mark Scott, Tim Van Autreve, Peter Panda, Matt Daly, oh, yeah. and Gabe Van Gilder. So, thank you guys. We definitely appreciate it.
0: Just yeah, wanted to take a absolutely. moment to say thank
2: you, because uh, without you guys, the junk box wouldn't happen. The game giveaways that are coming up within the next few episodes wouldn't happen. And just and I would have to continue to pay out of our pockets for hosting and all that stuff, which yeah. wasn't a big deal. We were doing it before anyways, but you know really appreciate it glad to not have to do that anymore so retrofitted trophies
0: this ain't your granddad's gamer score these are retrofitted trophies
1: For the wall tonight, I've got several.
2: Wow, good because I only came up with two. I have six. Hmm. Okay. Well, go ahead and give me a couple years then. All right.
1: I prefer David Lee Roth, and that is Beat Astaroth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. My second one is Vincent Price would be impressed. And that is beat the game with no deaths. Ooh, yeah. Yikes! And yeah, there's well, been a few people on YouTube to to accomplish. I don't it, want so.
2: to. I don't want to drop. I don't want to like bring a downer to this whole thing, but uh, Vincent Price is dead. Yeah. So true. <laughs> or is he? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'll give you one of mine and then you give me two more. Uh one yeah. of mine is um straight to the straight to Satan. And that is using the level select to go straight to Satan. All right. I got uh
1: Thriller night and you have to say it in the Michael Jackson voice because this is Thriller and that is beat the game in under 30 minutes. Is that possible? Also also been done on YouTube a oh, few wow. times. Wow. Yeah. Uh, who's the big man now? Trophy that is kill
2: ten big men. Go ahead. Okay. All right. The other one that I had is King Arthur most certainly would not be impressed, <laughs> and that is die and never make it past the Red Devil. That first Red Devil there that flies in oh yeah i lost to him so many times so if you can never make it past him then you earn the king arthur most certainly would not be impressed trophy. all right
1: and the another one of mine this is one that i was hoping to accomplish but i was not able to do and that is al the albino hulk trophy and that is beat the first unicorn
2: <laughs> nice
1: and then my last one is, oh yes, they call him the Streak, and that is <laughs> beat the level banana. after, <laughs> beat the level after getting hit by the first bad guy. So basically, beat the level in your, underwear. in your
2: skivvies. Yeah. Nice. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So rating.
0: Six out of ten. Five stars. Two thumbs up. Who knows? It's time for game rating.
2: Mm. How are we going to rate this game? Type of... uh... Ghost?
1: Type of ghost.
2: Okay. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Alright, I'm going to give this one... (laughs) Sorry, I just... (laughs) What? Okay, I'm going to give this one Patrick Swayze. From the movie no. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because. Okay. Uh, why is it? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to do that because this game is. Uh, you know, the more you play it, the better, the better it gets. Kind of like the movie ghost.
3: <laughs> um. Hey, yeah. I- you know, a little I'm bit of go a, with, a little
2: uh, little bit hang on, a little bit of um I guess insight into my life. When I was a kid, I absolutely loved that movie. And I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well apparently you watched it several times and it just got better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mine I guess I'm gonna go with Ghost Dad, just to stay on the movie trend. Um What movie because- is that for? There's a movie called Ghost
2: Dad. Oh, okay. I hadn't seen Bill that
1: Bill Cosby's in it. Ooh. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> like, <laughs> I just thought of something, but I can't say it because we're family friendly. So um, I'm just going to go with Ghost Dad, and that's,
2: that's it. Okay. <laughs> we'll save that one for an after show because I got to know. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. So. All right, so Ghost Dad... Starring Bill Cosby and Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze. <laughs> right. All right. That's 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 good. That's good. All right. Did you get some listener feedback?
0: Deep Hatter feedback. You speak. We listen.
1: So, first off on our feedback, we've got Matt Daly says, So frustrating. Been working on the high score challenge, but in small doses, so my 3DS doesn't have to face the wrath. <laughs> Pretty funny. Nice. Clever the great, the great. Clever the Great, I guess. I'm ready for it. Headed to the flea market this weekend to look for it. Hope you found it. Hope you enjoyed it. Peter Guzman says, yes, he sure does. I could never, and to this day, completed this game. Joe Copel says, this game is hard and frustrating. I've maybe seen level two on the NES. Maybe this on MAME with infinite uh, credits and got to see the rest of the game and beat it. But did I really beat it? I haven't played this in 15 years, so maybe I'll have to dig this up. On the emulator and try it out again
2: i will say you did not beat it joe unless you were you would have ever been rich enough to put that many quarters into the arcade yeah and if you're me then you were never rich enough to use enough quarters to beat this game (coughs)
1: uh jacob mcclendon says such a hard game i finished it in college both times though mind you It took an entire case of Starbucks Frappuccino drinks and probably a whole pack of cigarettes and lots of frustration. But I did it. Then I saw the horribly translated end screen. Screw it. I still enjoyed the game.
2: Man, lots of of uppers there to get him through that that game. Yeah, really.
1: Yeah, he didn't sleep for seven days. Stephen Stone said, hardest game I've ever played, period. Mike Capana said, one of my first hit games on NES, hard but fun. I use the cheat when I play the arcade version because after you beat it, it sends you back to the beginning. Mike Vito, our Patreon picker uh, guy, yeah, says, got this for Christmas when you're on my NES. My parents hated me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. William Nichols said, epic. I remember. Uh, going into D time at the arcade, some type of glitch. Uh, let's see, Mike Capana also said I played it on my Aoyah. Oh, it's amazing. One Ooh, of yeah. the most difficult. Ooh yeah. One of the most difficult versions of Super Goals. I will never understand why they removed the ability to shoot upwards. That was really stupid and kind of ruined the game for me. Wait. Good looking and extremely hard.
2: What did he, he said remove the ability to shoot upwards? Don't tell me. I, went, I played through this entire game and didn't know I could shoot up.
1: Yeah. Did you know you could shoot up? That's what he said. No, I didn't know. No
2: that. Way. Okay.
1: Michael Murdoch says one of the games I found in the trash at a past job didn't make it too far going to try to finish the game. Derek Fletchell said got this one during my early days of collecting, played it a decent amount, but never was able to make it through the entire game in one setting. I always had to use a stage select, beat every level, just not in the intended way. It's a pretty good game, but feels like it was made to be insanely difficult just to show it can be. I enjoy hard games, but I think this one would have been much more enjoyable if the difficulty was dropped down just a tad. Super Ghouls and Ghosts was much more enjoyable for me, though maybe it was just due to the improved graphics, as it was pretty hard too. Curse the programmer who thought of the idea to have to play through the game twice to get the real ending. Ryan R. Jackson said, probably the hardest game i ever played. Um, Sean said, or do Sean said, to be honest, I'd never played this game before I picked it up for the high score challenge a few days ago, but I dig it. It's a great skill-based game, if not a tad reliant on spawn memorization. I'd always heard that the Red Devil-looking mini-boss was a giant pain. So it was surprising that I think he's one of the easiest bosses slash mini-bosses I've ever fought. Nice pick, Mike. Let's see. Uh, Let's go through. Greg Polander said, This is a great game and a classic in every sense of the word. When people nowadays toss around the term NES hard, they mean this game. I really enjoyed this in the arcade and was happy to get the game for Christmas of 88 after I've had my NES for a year Normally, I don't have the patience for a game where I die again and again and again Without feeling like I was making any progress, but something about this game kept me playing it on and off for months on and even though sometimes it was as much fun as having your teeth ripped out It was always fun to play. I finally beat the game twice after a lot of work and effort. Cur- curiously, I think some of the later stages are easier than the ones before them.
2: I uh, question I whether or, or not Greg's ever had his teeth pulled out. Yeah. How would he know that's a good that's, that's it that's is? That's a good
1: question. Greg uh, Van Gilder says, Suffering is right. I first seen this game when I was 10 at my cousin's house. They were so obsessed with it, I never got a chance to play it. I wasn't It wasn't until years later that I played Super Ghosts and Goblins on the SNES that I realized this series is so hard, it wasn't a real loss for me. LOL. Philip Vaughn says, I do love that picture. And I guess that was a modern interpretation you put up on there. It was. Joshua Thurman maybe has my favorite. Tis says, Thoughts? OMG, I died on level one. Why do I keep dying on level one? (laughs) And Zachary Richards rounds it off with just an hour ago he put on there, it's hard, plain and simple. Ha ha. I've never managed to get very far in it.
2: Good deal. Oh, lots of feedback there. Lots yeah. of feedback, yeah. I like lots of feedback. We do have a voicemail also. Sweet. Let's see. You know me and trying to play voicemails though. Mm-hmm.
0: Into your Ducktales episode, so great job! Really uh, enjoyed it. But uh, you know, I, I'm just hoping that you guys will talk more about goose poop uh, at length in future episodes because you definitely cut that a little bit short. <laughs> um, so, great job and uh, keep it up! Thanks, guys.
2: That was nice. that was Josh Witt from the Turtle Flags podcast, and yeah. he requests that we talk about goose poop more often. So. We'll try to incorporate that a little more in the future. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure he was not being sarcastic at all. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, we also have some iTunes real fast here. We've got, you know, I get lost on these, but I think. Did I re- do you remember an abandoned Murdoch? I do not. Okay. Do you remember a big Bring Water Everywhere? I think I remember that one. Yeah, I do okay. remember that one. So we'll start with Abandoned Murdoch. Five stars. I really have been enjoying the show. I listened to it at work. I only started listening a few days ago, and I just finished the Metroid episode and the segment about Michael... Okay, we have already read this one, so sorry. But anyways... <laughs> uh Kid sold his NES a few weeks after he left his girlfriend working in the trash department and found an NES with the first TMNT, King's (laughs) Night, Ghosts and Goblins, and Super Mario Duck Hunt. I will keep listening to you guys. Keep it up. Thank you, Abandoned Murdoch. We have now listened to your iTunes review twice. (laughs) It's a good one. But this was a good one to read on this show because I think he just mentioned that he found Ghosts and Goblins in the trash on our other feedback page. Yeah. So that's why I read it again, Justin. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, This one is REITs OT. Uh, Five stars. This podcast was just what I was looking for. The dudes do a great job discussing and explaining each game. I've been collecting NES games for about two years, and after listening to the two dudes, I have started to look for games I otherwise knew nothing about. Good. That's what we're here for. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Part of the reason we're here. Uh, Cleva DeGrate awesome podcast keep them coming five stars short simple sweet love it love it thank you everybody for those those are what keeps the show rolling getting new listeners so we appreciate that all right uh, go listen to the Retro Junkies lots of good shows on there look them up retrojunkies.com lots of good shows so there's our shout out to them Check that one off the list. No, but seriously, it's not just checking off the list. There they are a lot of really good shits on there. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah.
1: And you can find us on 2Dudesinanest.com, nesdudes.com, and nintendudes.com.
2: Yes, and by the way, yeah. real quick, uh, nintendudes.com. Well, maybe not .dot com. .dot com is ours, right? We own Nintendudes.com. .dot com, mm-hmm. but there is a group on Twitter at Nintendudes. So, sorry, I, I didn't mean to steal your website. By the way, if you want it, talk to me, because we don't actually need it. I just grabbed it because I thought it was cool. But there is a group out there called the Nintendudes, I guess. Oh. Uh, okay. On on Twitter at Nintendudes. So if they want that, if they want that hosting site, then. You can buy it back from us. I don't mind. Anyways, go ahead.
1: And you also have... You can find us on Twitter Mm -hmm. as well. That's true. And Facebook. And you can always give us a call
2: at... 775-773-8761. A.K.A. 775-7retro1. If you want us to talk about more ghost poop, that's the number to call and let us know. Yeah. Did I say ghost poop? I guess we could talk about you ghost You
1: said ghost poop but we knew you meant ghost poop. Yeah,
2: that's okay. Well, you know what I call ghost poop? The little packing peanuts. I always call those ghost poop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess that's I guess that's pretty much it. Good show. Yep. Uh, yeah, iTunes and Stitcher by the way, too. I don't know if we mentioned that. Facebook group
1: Yep. High score group. High score group. I don't know.
2: Yeah, We got too much to... We, just, we got stuff Check out. it out. We got Instagram too but <laughs> that, that hardly ever gets used. Anyways. It's a good show. Justin's got to go to bed so let's wrap it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye everybody.
2: Bye. Here's some music.